Welcome to King David's Ministries International, the ground and the pillar of truth, the church where God's word is preached undiluted. Our vision is to transform lives, to change society, and to pathfind heaven. Here is Pastor Davidson Akiman with the word of God for you today. We know you'll be blessed. Please stay tuned. Good day, dear listeners. My name is Davidson Isibo Akimian. I am the senior pastor of King David Ministries International. I welcome you to today's broadcast of Royal Scroll, Timeless Treasures from the Word of God. We're talking on the subject of evangelism today, church on a mission. The Greek word for church is ecclesia, which means a called out people. The church of God is you and I, and not the four or more walls of the church building in which believers congregate. The church is also referred to as the body of Christ, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 27. It's also referred to as the bride of Christ, according to Luke chapter 5, verse 34. The Christian church has its origin in Jesus Christ of Nazareth and is divinely instituted, Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, and Ephesians chapter 2, verse 20. The church is an institution with power, the power of God, operating a kingdom government with kingdom principles. That is the reason why when Jesus walked on the earth as the head of the church in bodily form, all he taught was on the kingdom. Before he departed, he promised the church a comforter who the Father will send in his name to empower the church to function as he functioned while here on earth. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. The mission of the church is the mission of Jesus as shown in Isaiah chapter 61 from verse 1 to 2. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach the good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to captives and the opening of prison to them that are bound to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all that mourn. In Matthew chapter 28, verse 19 to 20, Jesus gives the church what is known as the Great Commission. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever. I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. This command is not to pull pictures, apostles, prophets, evangelists, and pastors alone, but to all believers. The sad reality of our time is that the church is not going as commanded. We have an erroneous belief that this task is for the leaders of the church and not for us. This is a gross error. As born-again Christians, the Holy Spirit baptizes us to become witnesses for Christ. We do not have to mount the pulpit before we can witness for Christ. In our workplaces, neighborhood, communities, and places of social interaction, we have a responsibility to share the good news of salvation with everyone. The Bible says, ye are the salt of the earth, Matthew chapter 5 verse 13, and the light of the world, Matthew chapter 5 verse 14. God has called us out from darkness into his marvelous light in order to use us to bring others out of darkness. Light gives direction. We should give direction to the world. God has made us the salt of the earth in order to bring good taste to the world. This is what Jesus said, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. Acts chapter 10 verse 38. God is with us to do mighty works in his name. 
But we are not exercising our authority in God. We have become consumer Christians, only wanting to obtain the promises and the blessings from God and never collaborating with him to win souls. The Bible says, he that winneth souls is wise. Proverbs chapter 11 verse 30. Our soul winning effort could come in the form of several strategies, preaching, healing, good deeds, counseling, consoling the injured and condoling the bereaved, giving to the needy, committing our resources to support kingdom works, dealing in hope, all in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit. I challenge you today to rise up from your spiritual slumber and do something for the kingdom of God. The heart of God is missions and not so much the different projects that we as the church embark upon from day to day. With God, souls take precedence over projects. The whole of creation is waiting for the manifestation of the children of God. Romans chapter 8 verse 19. We can only be the salt of the earth and the light of the world if we give fit to our faith and create impact in our world. We have graced the pews of our different churches and cathedrals long enough. The command is to go into all the world, yet we are sitting in all the churches. We should come to church on Sunday to be equipped for service in the world from Monday to Saturday. When we always sit in church and not affect the world with the word, we give room for a situation where there's too much light in the church that we become blinded by it. And too much salt in the church that the savor is lost. Light shines only in darkness and salt gives taste to bland food. The world is bland and in darkness and could do with some light and salt. As ministers in the church of God, we should encourage the brethren to also do the work of ministry. The kingdom of God is moved along not only by the mighty shows of church leaders, but also by the aggregate of tiny pushes of each member's evangelistic effort. Jesus said to occupy till I come. My prayer for you is that you make that move now by sharing the good news with someone with love, not logic. God bless you as you swing into action. Thank you for listening to the Word of God today. We know you've been richly blessed. For more messages, books by Pastor Davidson, argument, please call our media center on plus 234-815-886909. For prayers and counseling, call plus 234-05-973-7461. God bless you. Welcome to King David's Ministries International, the ground and the pillar of truth, the church where God's word is preached undiluted. Our vision is to transform lives, to change society, and to pathfind heaven. Here is Pastor Davidson Akiman with the word of God for you today. We know you'll be blessed. Please stay tuned. Good day, dear listeners. My name is Davidson Isibo Akimian. I am the senior pastor of King David Ministries International. I welcome you to today's broadcast of Royal Scroll, Timeless Treasures from the Word of God. Today's topic is the power of the Holy Spirit. The church is God's power on earth today, the ground and the pillar of truth. It is to the church, the corporate and individual, that the Holy Spirit was sent to empower, to lead, to guide, to comfort, 
and become a revelator. These truths are found in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16, and 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19, respectively. The church is a change agent in society. The church holds the key to a betterment of human society. Jesus said to his disciples before his ascension, Peace be with you. As my Father has sent me, so send I you. And with that he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. John 20, verse 21. The church derived its power for mission from the Holy Spirit. Before Pentecost, the disciples were merely followers of Jesus. When it became apparent that their Lord would leave them, they became agitated. Seeing the sense of loss all over them, he told them, But I tell you the truth. It is for your good that I am going away. Unless I go away, the Comforter will not come to you. John chapter 16, verse 7. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, the disciples were filled with the Holy Spirit. From then on, power, boldness, and revelation characterized their persona, and the church was finally birthed and soaked in the Holy Ghost. What is the condition of the church today, if one might ask? We see a departure from the true church in doctrine and liturgy, power and charisma. There is in many places a merchandising of the gospel. The days of money changers in the temple in Jesus' day are being replicated in our day. God's church is being turned into a den of robbers. We now have prayer contractors, false prophets, fake pastors, and even faith supplements are sold in the church of God. What is more, the term born again has now become an expression of fad rather than faith. Rituals are carried out in the church to attract membership. It is commonplace now to find pastors in detention in police cells. Our choristers have become entertainers rather than ministers who should usher us into the presence of God through spirit-filled praise and worship tunes. We now practice a Christianity of convenience and comfort rather than that of character and commitment. The church has become more worldly and the world more churchy. On many churches today is written the spiritual letters Ichabod, meaning the glory has departed. And it is unfortunately so. Because of the absence of the power of the Holy Spirit, we see an attempt to replace the genuine power with counterfeit powers from the occultic and mystic worlds. Those that bring reproach to the name of our God need to repent now before the wrath of God falls upon them. Judgment is coming. These are the last days, and the Bible says that in these days, judgment shall begin in the household of God. First Peter chapter 4, verse 17. The Lord has a word of encouragement for the true church, those that worship him in spirit and in truth. In Matthew 24, 24 to 26, the, he warns, For there shall arise false prophets, false Christ, that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Behold, I have told you before. Wherefore, if they shall say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert, do not go forth. Behold, he is in the secret chambers, believe it not. Apostle Paul admonishes us further in the book of 1 John chapter 4 from verse 1 to 6. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God. Because many prophets are gone into the world. 
Ye are of God, little children, and you have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Beware. God is not a magician, but a miracle worker. Not all that glitters is God's. In the final analysis, the true church of God will continue to march on strong, irrespective of the debris from the world that has clung to it. In the fullness of time, the tears shall be separated from the wheat. According to the book of Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, where it is written, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. This is a clarion call to all who are operating and attending churches with Ichabod signs on them. Repent and do turn around to the original pattern. God's wrath is about to descend. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God cause you to fellowship with the Holy Spirit now and forevermore. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Word of God today. We know you've been richly blessed. For more messages, books by Pastor Davidson, Archimen, please call our media center on plus 234-815-886909. For prayers and counseling, call plus 234-05-973-7461. God bless you. King David's Ministries International, the ground and the pillar of truth, the church where God's word is preached undiluted. Our vision is to transform lives, to change society, and to pathfind heaven. Here is Pastor Davidson Akiman with the word of God for you today. We know you'll be blessed. Please stay tuned. Good day, dear listeners. My name is Davidson Isibo Ahimian. I am the Senior Pastor of King David Ministries International. I welcome you to today's broadcast of Royal Scroll, Timeless Treasures from the Word of God. Today's topic is Change Agent. The church as a change agent. The message of the church is one with a global impact. However, this must begin with the individual, and that is you. You account for one of the over six billion people that inhabit the earth today. And as such, you have a responsibility to the rest of humanity in charting the right course for the common good of all. You have a duty to transform your environment, the people around you, your values, norms, and systems, and structures to be in conformity with God's will for the humankind. It all begins with you. Whether you are a leader or a follower, it all begins with you. He who must change the world must first of all change himself. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 12 verse 2, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. 
If you are a follower of Christ, you are, you are duty-bound to transform yourself by the watching of the word and to transform others within your sphere of influence. This is your reasonable service. You must be a living epistle. People may not have the opportunity to find Christ from the pages of the Bible. People may not have the opportunity to even read the Bible. But they may just meet and know him through you. The fruit of the Spirit dangling from the tree of your life should cause people to want to pluck from and possibly plant some for themselves. Do you have the endless expectation of all creation? Do you carry God? What impact have you made on members of your family? Can you honestly say you have influenced them for Christ? It is said that charity begins at home. Start from your immediate constituency, your family, to win souls from darkness to light. Do not gain the whole world and lose your family. When we make a conscientious effort to draw family members to light in Christ Jesus, we become veritable agents of change in society. Society consists of family units. Of the three fundamental institutions created by God, the family is perhaps the most profound. The other two, which are the state and church, have their compositions in the family. In our world today, families are hurting. Divorce rates are higher than before. Rampant cases of child abuse, hate crimes, drug abuse, and poverty are reported. There's an alarming index of dysfunctionality in families, resulting in societal dysfunction. The reason for all of these problems is the relegation of the God factor. Our secular humanistic ideologies have made us to be out of joint with our creator, producing avoidable tensions that weaken the moral fabric of society. We need to go back to the basics. We need to discover truth and live by him. And you shall know the truth here, the scriptures in John 8, 32. And the truth shall set you free. You cannot break the truth without ominous consequences to yourself. You cannot do anything against the truth but for it. The state is the organ that regulates society. It does this by laws, administrative structures, systems, and procedures. Laws, structures, systems, and procedures do not operate in a vacuum. They are operated by man. If a system is not working, show me the man operating the system, and I will show you the cause of the system failure. As the society, so is the state. Fix the man, and you will fix the family. Fix the family, and you will fix the society. Fix the society, and you will fix the state. That is the calling, the mandate of the church. The church exists to turn the hearts of men to God by salvation in Christ Jesus, making them and their nations disciples, teaching them to observe all the commandments of God. This is the only sure solution to the problems of the world in which we live today. The church is to decry the evil in society by making its voice heard individually and corporately. We should not be comfortable with evil but effectively engage it. A nation, it is said, is not great by virtue of its strength but by the strength of its virtues. The Bible says in Proverbs 14.34 that righteousness exalts a nation but sin is a reproach unto the people. The church has a responsibility to foster unity in the body of Christ so as to effectively and concertedly engage the evil in society. It is high time we quit denominationalism, internal politicking, and squabbles. These are only distractions from the pit of hell to turn the church's focus from its social and spiritual responsibility. We have a responsibility to equip the clock of God with the necessary spiritual armor 
to dislodge the enemy from their lives, their families, their communities, and their nations at large. Jesus asked Peter towards the end of his earthly ministry, Peter, lovest thou me? Peter answered in the affirmative. He went further to say, feed my flock. He's saying the same thing to the church today. It is the flock that is well fed that can reproduce after its kind. A well malnourished flock will experience stunted growth and stillbirth if the world must change for the better. The church must take its stand and make impact. And lo, I am with you all the way, said the Lord. May the Lord bless you as you begin to have a change of mind and create impact in your world today. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Word of God today. We know you've been richly blessed. For more messages, books by Pastor Davidson, argument, please call our media center on plus 234-815-886909. For prayers and counseling, call plus 234-05-973-7461. God bless you. King David's Ministries International, the ground and the pillar of truth, the church where God's word is preached undiluted. Our vision is to transform lives, to change society, and to pathfind heaven. Here is Pastor Davidson Akiman with the word of God for you today. We know you'll be blessed. Please stay tuned. Good day, dear listeners. My name is Davidson Isibo Ahimian. I am the Senior Pastor of King David Ministries International. I welcome you to today's broadcast of Royal Scroll, Timeless Treasures from the Word of God. We're talking on the subject of evangelism today, church on a mission. The Greek word for church is ecclesia, which means a called out people. The church of God is you and I, and not the four or more walls of the church building in which believers congregate. The church is also referred to as the body of Christ, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 27. It's also referred to as the bride of Christ, according to Luke chapter 5, verse 34. The Christian church has its origin in Jesus Christ of Nazareth and is divinely instituted, Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, and Ephesians chapter 2, verse 20. The church is an institution with power, the power of God, operating a kingdom government with kingdom principles. That is the reason why when Jesus walked on the earth as the head of the church in bodily form, all he taught was on the kingdom. Before he departed, he promised the church a comforter who the Father will send in his name to empower the church to function as he functioned while here on earth. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. The mission of the church is the mission of Jesus as shown in Isaiah chapter 61 from verse 1 to 2. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach the good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to captives and the opening of prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn. 
In Matthew chapter 28, verse 19 to 20, Jesus gives the church what is known as the Great Commission. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever. I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. This command is not to pull pictures, apostles, prophets, evangelists, and pastors alone, but to all believers. The sad reality of our time is that the church is not going as commanded. We have an erroneous belief that this task is for the leaders of the church and not for us. This is a gross error. As born-again Christians, the Holy Spirit baptizes us to become witnesses for Christ. We do not have to mount the pulpit before we can witness for Christ. In our workplaces, neighborhood, communities, and places of social interaction, we have a responsibility to share the good news of salvation with everyone. The Bible says, ye are the salt of the earth, Matthew chapter 5 verse 13, and the light of the world, Matthew chapter 5 verse 14. God has called us out from darkness into his marvelous light in order to use us to bring others out of darkness. Light gives direction. We should give direction to the world. God has made us the salt of the earth in order to bring good taste to the world. This is what Jesus said, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. Acts chapter 10 verse 38. God is with us to do mighty works in his name. But we are not exercising our authority in God. We have become consumer Christians, only wanting to obtain the promises and the blessings from God and never collaborating with him to win souls. The Bible says, he that winneth souls is wise. Proverbs chapter 11 verse 30. Our soul winning effort could come in the form of several strategies. Preaching, healing, good deeds, counseling, consoling the injured, and condoling the bereaved, giving to the needy, committing our resources to support kingdom works, dealing in hope, all in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit. I challenge you today to rise up from your spiritual slumber and do something for the kingdom of God. The heart of God is missions and not so much the different projects that we as the church embark upon from day to day. With God, souls take precedence over projects. The whole of creation is waiting for the manifestation of the children of God. Romans chapter 8 verse 19. We can only be the salt of the earth and the light of the world if we give fit to our faith and create impact in our world. We have graced the pews of our different churches and cathedrals long enough. The command is to go into all the world, yet we are sitting in all the churches. We should come to church on Sunday to be equipped for service in the world from Monday to Saturday. When we always sit in church and not affect the world with the word, we give room for a situation where there's too much light in the church that we become blinded by it. And too much salt in the church that the savor is lost. Light shines only in darkness and salt gives taste to bland food. The world is bland and in darkness and could do with some light and salt. As ministers in the church of God, we should encourage the brethren to also do the work of ministry. The kingdom of God is moved along not only by the mighty shows of church leaders, but also by the aggregate of tiny pushes of each member's evangelistic effort. Jesus said to occupy till I come. My prayer for you is that you make that move now by sharing the good news with someone with love, not logic. God bless you as you swing into action. Thank you for listening to the Word of God today. We know you've been richly blessed. For more messages, books by Pastor Davidson, Argument, please call our media center on plus 234 815 
for prayers and counseling. Call plus two three four zero five nine seven three seven four six one. God bless you. King David's Ministries International, the ground and the pillar of truth, the church where God's word is preached undiluted. Our vision is to transform lives, to change society, and to pathfind heaven. Here is Pastor Davidson Akiman with the word of God for you today. We know you'll be blessed. Please stay tuned. Good day, dear listeners. My name is Davidson Isibo Ahimian. I am the Senior Pastor of King David Ministries International. I welcome you to today's broadcast of Royal Scroll, Timeless Treasures from the Word of God. We're talking on the subject of evangelism today, church on a mission. The Greek word for church is ecclesia, which means a called out people. The church of God is you and I, and not the four or more walls of the church building in which believers congregate. The church is also referred to as the body of Christ, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 27. It's also referred to as the bride of Christ, according to Luke chapter 5, verse 34. The Christian church has its origin in Jesus Christ of Nazareth and is divinely instituted, Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, and Ephesians chapter 2, verse 20. The church is an institution with power, the power of God, operating a kingdom government with kingdom principles. That is the reason why when Jesus walked on the earth as the head of the church in bodily form, all he taught was on the kingdom. Before he departed, he promised the church a comforter who the Father will send in his name to empower the church to function as he functioned while here on earth. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. The mission of the church is the mission of Jesus as shown in Isaiah chapter 61 from verse 1 to 2. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach the good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to captives and the opening of prison to them that are bound to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all that mourn. In Matthew chapter 28, verse 19 to 20, Jesus gives the church what is known as the Great Commission. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever. I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. This command is not to pull pictures, apostles, prophets, evangelists, and pastors alone, but to all believers. The sad reality of our time is that the church is not going as commanded. We have an erroneous belief that this task is for the leaders of the church and not for us. This is a gross error. As born-again Christians, the Holy Spirit baptizes us to become witnesses for Christ. We do not have to mount the pulpit before we can witness for Christ. In our workplaces, neighborhood, communities, and places of social interaction, we have a responsibility to share the good news of salvation with everyone. The Bible says, Ye are the salt of the earth, Matthew chapter 5, verse 13, and the light of the world, Matthew chapter 5, verse 14. God has called us out from darkness into his marvelous light in order to use us to bring others out of darkness. Light gives direction. We should give direction to the world. 
God has made us the salt of the earth in order to bring good taste to the world. This is what Jesus said, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. Acts chapter 10 verse 38. God is with us to do mighty works in his name. But we are not exercising our authority in God. We have become consumer Christians, only wanting to obtain the promises and the blessings from God and never collaborating with him to win souls. The Bible says, he that winner souls is wise. Proverbs chapter 11 verse 30. Our soul winning effort could come in the form of several strategies. Preaching, healing, good deeds, counseling, consoling the injured and condoling the bereaved, giving to the needy, committing our resources to support kingdom works, dealing in hope, all in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit. I challenge you today to rise up from your spiritual slumber and do something for the kingdom of God. The heart of God is missions and not so much the different projects that we as a church embark upon from day to day. With God, souls take precedence over projects. The whole of creation is waiting for the manifestation of the children of God. Romans chapter 8 verse 19. We can only be the salt of the earth and the light of the world if we give fit to our faith and create impact in our world. We have graced the pews of our different churches and cathedrals long enough. The command is to go into all the world, yet we are sitting in all the churches. We should come to church on Sunday to be equipped for service in the world from Monday to Saturday. When we always sit in church and not affect the world with the word, we give room for a situation where there's too much light in the church that we become blinded by it. And too much salt in the church that the savor is lost. Light shines only in darkness and salt gives taste to bland food. The world is bland and in darkness and could do with some light and salt. As ministers in the church of God, we should encourage the brethren to also do the work of ministry. The kingdom of God is moved along not only by the mighty shows of church leaders, but also by the aggregate of tiny pushes of each member's evangelistic effort. Jesus said to occupy till I come. My prayer for you is that you make that move now by sharing the good news with someone with love, not logic. God bless you as you swing into action. Thank you for listening to the Word of God today. We know you've been richly blessed. For more messages, books by Pastor Davidson, Argument, please call our media center on plus 234-815-886909. For prayers and counseling, call plus 234-05-973-7461. God bless you.